1: Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm doing <laughs>
2: very good, Mr. President. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody joining us on Friday. Yes, I'm uh, loving that Friday. Not only is it Friday, it is the day before the South Carolina GOP primary. How are things looking right now? Well, let's let me just go ahead and uh, read you a text from the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. This came in uh, right off the bat in the program today, Charlie. I am so excited to share with you that my youngest teenage daughter will vote for the first time tomorrow, and her choice is Donald J. Trump. Good for you. Good for you. That is awesome. Uh, And a lot of people's choice is Donald J. Trump. In fact, if you look at some of these polls going on right now, uh, things aren't looking good for anybody but Donald John Trump. Let's see, let's go here to South Carolina. This is a uh, a RCP poll averages here in South Carolina. Trump, 61.8%. Haley, 36.5%. Nationally, national GOP, Trump, 74.8%. Haley, 16.9%. Nationally, Trump, 46.1% biden 44.2 percent in a five-way race trump 41.5 biden 36.8 kennedy 13.8 in georgia trump 48.5 biden 41.7 wisconsin trump 47 biden 46 arizona trump 47 biden 42 nevada trump 48 biden 40 michigan Trump, 46, Biden, 42. Pennsylvania, Trump uh, Biden leads that by six-tenths of a point in Pennsylvania. 39% of Americans approve of the job that the president, uh, Biden, is doing. Uh, 56.3%, <coughs> excuse me, do not approve of that. So the only good news for anybody on the political front right now, as of February the 23rd, 2024, The only person receiving any good news right now is Donald Trump. That's it. Nobody else. So somebody wanted to know about the signal today. Yes, we're having a little bit of a signal problem today, and our engineers are working on that as we speak. So we've had to go back. They did some maintenance last night uh, to uh, our tower over there on Hogback Mountain, and apparently things did not go as planned last night. Um, I hope everybody's okay. Uh, That's a lot of energy, (laughs) a lot of power in that thing. Uh, So we had to go to backup transmitter. And as soon as we are up to full power, we'll certainly let you guys know about that. But we just wanted to get that little housekeeping out of the way um, before we move on to anything else. So a lot of people may not be hearing us in areas that we normally get to reach. Uh, Charlie, my wife took our five-year-old to vote yesterday and she let her push the buttons for Donald J. Trump. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you, Charlie. We get a chance to exercise our God-given right to vote tomorrow. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Get out there and vote, vote like your children's children's country depends on it because it absolutely does. It absolutely depends on you voting. Because, and I know we've said it all before. We've said it many, many times before. This is the most important election of your lifetime. This one, this one's got extra gravitas. This has got extra weight. This has got extra consequences. This one does. Because everything that Biden is doing, I mean, Biden is right now today in, at the White House meeting with governors to talk about the immigration crisis. Meeting with, listen, if this wasn't an election year, he could give a rat's rump what those governors have to say. He could, this is all for show. That's all it is. And now they've even started to drill for oil, you know, pump a little bit more oil right now. And guess what that is? That's all for show. But Joe Biden or the Democrats win this race on November the 5th, then coming up on January the, 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 the 21st. All bets are off. Will it count? Will what count? Your vote count? I'm not. I, l- I, let me tell you something. I'm ignoring all of you idiot naysayers out there. And there's very few of you, but boy, they sure love the, the, the text line. They love the text line. I'm ignoring you from now on. You no longer matter to me. The Democrats have broken you. Congratulations. Good job. So we can't count on your vote? Coming up, okay, fine. We'll just we'll just get out there and vote even harder. How about that? You let us do the heavy lifting, all you uh, anti-voters on the text line. You let us do it, but you better not complain. You better not complain because you were the ones that said, "Oh, I, uh, your vote is not going to matter." Your vote is no, it is. It is going to count. It is especially in this primary. I guarantee you. So uh, let's see, one six one. You no longer exist to me. Thank you very much. The Post and Courier has now let me tell you a little bit about the Post and Courier. They are as liberal a rag as you will ever want to read. Oh my goodness, anti-Trump, anti-Republican, they're just absolutely hideous. They've got a <laughs> They've got an op-ed that says, "Let's make America normal again. Vote for Nikki Haley." That was the the headline or the slug line of the op-ed. Let's make America normal again. Okay, so here's what normal means to the Post and Courier. Let me tell you what normal means to the Post and Courier. Democrats have control of the White House. Democrats have control of the House. Democrats have control of the Senate. And the Republicans just sit down and shut up. That's what normal means to the Post and Courier. That's their idea of normal. That's, boy, if, if Santa could bring them anything for Christmas, that would be it at the Post and Courier. And the state newspaper as well, all of these organizations, just, just about. Basically, if it is in print and you can pick a copy up at the grocery store, yeah, I don't. I've got, because, I mean, all those J-School graduates are nothing but liberals, All those editors, nothing but liberals. Some of them pretend to be conservative. But anyway, Uh, Charlie, President Trump accomplished more in four years and in the face of constant malicious opposition than any president in my lifetime. You're exactly right. All right. Again, let you know our signal is weak today. We are on backup power right now. Um, Our engineers are working at getting our main transmitter back up and running um, as soon as humanly possible. They work hard, those guys. By the way, it's National Radio Engineer Day. Did you know that? It's National Radio Engineer Day. Well, happy National Radio Engineer <laughs> That's Day right. today, guys. Yeah. Chris, Andrew, all you guys get out there and do that. Congratulations. By the way, the, um, the interview yesterday with Donald Trump did not just stay in the listening area of 98.9 WORD. It got picked up by the Daily Mail, and it also got picked up by the Today Show today. So how about that? That's pretty. That's pretty darn cool. That was really really neat. So uh, thank you very much, everybody, uh, for that, and thank you very much, President Trump. Get out there and vote tomorrow. If you need a copy of your sample ballot, if you need a copy of your sample ballot, text "sample ballot" to seventy one three zero seven. That's sample ballot. To 71307. It will send you a link. You put in your information. Bada boom, bada bing. It pops up your sample ballot. You can go ahead and look it over and, uh, and make your decisions thusly. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 989 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Welcome back to the program. Well, now I guess the big question, because, listen, I mean, we all know that tomorrow by about, I don't know, the polls close at 7. Got to give some people time to get a little snag, get some water, start counting, get their Coke Zero all set up. Um, let's, say, let's say just a, a good estimate, 10, and it'll probably be called earlier than this, uh, 10 o'clock that Donald J. Trump will have won the South Carolina GOP primary. And that's just, I mean, that even even the most casual of, con, uh, of observers can look at the numbers right now, and they know which way the wind blows. That's not difficult. So ultimately, after this race, and then we're going to be going into what? Super Tuesday. Yeah. Well, we got, uh, well, we got, uh, what do we got here? We've actually got a couple of between then. We've got we got Michigan. And March 2nd, we got March 3rd uh, up in D.C. We've got uh, March 4th in North Dakota. So we've got a couple of more little primaries before we get to Super Tuesday. But that's when this thing is pretty much going to be formally wrapped up, I believe. At the latest on March 19th. At the absolute latest. But I think it'll be way before then. So we will know who the presidential nominee is. However, however, one of the big questions that we have heard is who is going to be the vice presidential pick? And uh, is it, do you think it's a coincidence? You guys think it's a coincidence that South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, and do you think it's a coincidence that Donald Trump mentioned South Carolina being in South Carolina more Over the next coming months. Do you think that was a coincidence in yesterday's interview? When you pair that with seeing Tim Scott on the stage with Donald Trump more and more. He's been on stage with him for several appearances now. Could Tim Scott be the vice presidential pick. For Donald Trump. That's a question I don't even know. If not, who would you like to see Donald Trump pick as his vice presidential running mate that's my i mean oh my goodness you know i'm sitting here i'm trying to think who i would want to be that you know uh, uh tim scott and, and and you so maybe Tim but then i go and i think about tim scott and i think about when the raid happened on mar-a-lago and Tim Scott was on one of the Sunday shows and they asked him about it. And in, instead of Tim Scott being outraged, instead of Tim Scott, you know, being, you know, oh, I can't believe they did this. He was like, well, let's just see how it plays out. That to me was like, I mean, I, I, I really did not like that. I did not like that. I, that felt a little, That felt really, really wishy-washy to me. That didn't sound like a backbone of steel. To me, from Tim Scott. So who else would I want? Vivek Ramaswamy? Okay. I mean, he he might be good. I don't know. I just don't know enough about the guy. I don't think he's got enough history, really, for that. Somebody's saying Candace Owens. No, it's not going to be Candace Owens. Forget about that. Christy Noem? Possibly. Possibly that could be. Alan West? Yeah, maybe. Byron Donald, out of Florida. That might be a really good pick. He's been great. What about this? What if Donald Trump and I I don't know of any I got nothing to base this on right now. What about Mark Robinson up in North Carolina? What about that guy? Wouldn't you love to see him? As being vice president of the United States and ultimately, because I think that's the next stop for Mark Robinson in North Carolina, once he wins the governorship. Coming up in North Carolina, I think the presidency is next for him. No, not Larry, and not Larry Elder. No, not him. Uh, maybe Carrie Lake could be, could be. So don't know. Um, let's see. Charlie, Tim Scott equals Nikki Haley if she was African American male. Uh, Byron Donalds. That again, that might be uh, pretty good. But um, and I'm kind of with you. I'm okay. I mean, it's the president's decision to make. But if I were advising him, I would say, like, yeah, okay, Tim Scott's all right, but let's, I think we could do better. think we could just do a little bit better. Hey, Charlie, I love Mark Robinson. Absolutely right. Uh, Charlie, if Trump picks Tim Scott, he'll still be racist, right? Absolutely. So, anyway, one name that has been mentioned is actually a Democrat. Tulsi Gabbard. One of the names, in fact, that, that was on Donald Trump's short list, of possible picks. Former Democrat presidential candidate and Representative uh, Tulsi Gabbard said Thursday that elite members of the Democrat Party are destroying democracy in the name of trying to save it. Our democracy is under attack, Gabbard said at CPAC. She was at CPAC this week. Um, The perpetrators of this attack are those who in the name of saving our democracy are destroying it. I don't use those words lightly. Today, we see the Democrat elite with great concern in their voice that if the American people elect Donald Trump again, they warn us he will destroy our democracy. They said that he will be the dictator in chief. They said if he's elected, it will be the last election that this country sees. It's laughable, but they're justifying their actions by telling themselves that they need to destroy our democracy in order to save it. And that's exactly what they're saying. Exactly. We need we need to have—this is what they're saying. We need to have an authoritarian type of a government in order to make sure that you are more free. That's literally their talking points. We need to go after Donald Trump. We need to use lawfare to go after Donald Trump. We need to um, uh, weaponize all of our agencies. Oh, by the way, another agency has been weaponized. I'm going to make myself a note cuz I really want to talk about that. Yeah, da, 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 da. There we go. Uh, another another federal agency has been weaponized. So we need to weaponize these agencies so that you can be more free. Oh my goodness. That's well, next thing you know they'll be having the brown shirts. Oh, they are going to have the brown shirts come to your home. I'll tell you that. I was uh, about that coming up in just a few minutes as well. It's unbelievable the world that we are living in. And yet they are now continuing on with the Russia, Russia, Russia BS Russia. In fact, Alyssa Farah over on the view. Here's what she had to say about Tulsi Gabbard and Donald Trump.
0: Um, So the thing to remember about Trump is first and foremost, he's running for president to stay out of jail. That's what this right. comes down to. So right. He wants to win. And I'm a little bit stunned that he said most of these folks are on the shortlist. Now, Donald Trump, Tulsi Gabbard would literally be Vladimir Putin's dream ticket. That does not. You would lose every normie Republican like myself who wants to (laughs) stand by
2: Nikki. Normie Republican who wants to stand by Nikki Haley. You're a normie. No, you're not. You're abnormal. What brain did you bring me? Abby, someone. Abby who? Abby normal. (laughs) You Brought me an abnormal brain? Yeah, there you go. you remember young Frankenstein. Come on, guys. We'll be right back. When we get back, Trump's lawyer set a trap for Nathan Wade, and he walked right into it. That's coming up next on The Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line, 800 nine zero five 989 We'll talk to Robert in Greenville. Robert, welcome to the program. How you doing?
0: Hey, Charlie. Um, yeah. And happy birthday to Clyde Lewis. Don't forget his birthday was yesterday.
2: There you go. We're all right.
0: in the same family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. What's up, man?
0: Well, I wanted to weigh in on the vice president thing. Yeah. Uh, there are like five different possibilities I can think of off the top of my head. Larry Elder, Carl Jackson, a common man, Mike Pompeo, Newt Gingrich. Oh. Trump, Trump has a ton of people.
2: I didn't like any of those. Possible. I liked uh, none of those selections What there. about
0: Mike Mike Huckabee? Huckabee, Huckabee be a good might one. be good. That's
2: five i think that's sarah huckabee would be better i think sarah huckabee well, would be better
0: five is what i'm saying yeah. so there's no way to narrow it down i hope trump picks somebody he can trust and my second issue was china hacked us and because they put biden in the white house and cheated the vote he can't respond to them and so the media has to come out and lie
2: so they have to and come out and say it was a solar flare act. It was a solar flare. No, it was yeah, I not. Know, like. I know. I know. I'm, I'm sure of that. All right, Robert. I appreciate it. But it does make you think about that spy balloon that was flying all over the uh, continental United States. Got a picture of it. Got a picture of it. My front yard. Got out there with my camera. Click. There it is. Spy balloon flying over Greenville, Spartanburg area. All over our military, oh, no, this is just, it's an air, uh, at first they tried to say, oh, it's a weather balloon. And, and then they try to, uh, oh, no, it doesn't have transmitting capabilities and blah, 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 blah. And then they wait to shoot it down when it gets right there off Myrtle Beach. The whole long way. Well, it was just too, it was, yeah, you know, we didn't know if it, blah. blah. They could have shot it down over the Aleutian Islands when they first knew it was there, but they didn't tell anybody about it. Could have shot it down then, but they didn't. The Biden administration allowed it to go all the way across the United States, transmitting all the way. That's why they had those big uh, solar panels on it. They were sending and receiving information from us to China. Unbelievable. But there you go. There you go. So, Listen, all these people and, you know, that Alyssa Farah, good gracious, the woman who sold her soul literally to the devil to be on the view. Now, she's saying that the only reason Donald Trump is running is to stay out of jail. Well, no, 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 no. I think he got that exactly wrong, Alyssa Farah. The Democrats are trying to put Trump in jail to keep him from winning the presidency. That's the better way to frame this because that is more of the truth. So you, you just take a look. You just take a look at, at, at that Letitia James case in, in Manhattan. You just take a look at that one in, in, New, in the uh, city of New York. No victims. All of these banks wanted to do business with, with Donald Trump. All of these banks read the documents that Donald Trump, each of these documents had a disclaimer. And listen, this is our evaluation. You need to do your due diligence. We're using standard accounting practices. You need to double check these figures. Every single one of those documents had that. The loans were made. The loans were repaid with interest. And every one of these companies wants to do business with Donald Trump again. But yet, Letitia James... Judging Gron, they went after Donald Trump.
1: Letitia
2: James campaigned on indicting Donald Trump. And then you got big Fannie Willis up there in Fulton County. Fannie Willis and her paramour, Nathan Wade, They got caught up in a bit of a mess because she was paying him a whole lot more than she was paying anybody else on her staff, even people with actual expertise in RICO laws. And some questions were raised about their relationship. Let's take a listen to attorney for President Trump, uh, Steve Sadow, uh, talking to Nathan Wade. Let's take a listen here.
0: I received... You would go to the condo and talk about a document that you received? Absolutely. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Any other reasons? One come to mind. None come to mind. No, sir. And uh, would you say that was frequent? When I say frequent, do you think prior to November 1st of 2021, you were at the condo more than 10 times? No, sir. So it would be less than 10 times? Yes, sir. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo, before November uh, 1st of 2021, and it was on multiple occasions, the phone records would be wrong? If phone records
2: reflected that Yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. Okay. They'd be wrong. Here's the thing, though. Trump's lawyer had the phone records. He had the phone records the whole time. They've got all the phone records from Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade and Fanny Willis have perjured themselves on the stand. They have lied about their relationship, they had lied about the duration of this relationship, and it is not good for big Fanny Willis. They know. In fact, in fact, in 2021. Now remember, in 2021, both Nathan Wade and Fanny Willis Testified that there was no relationship. There was no relationship in 2021, except there was phone records indicate 2,073 voice calls, 2,073, 9,792 text messages. Seven days a week they were taking place, heavily concentrated after hours. And both of these people said that there was no relationship. Well, it's pretty obvious that there was a relationship. It's pretty obvious that these people are lying. Not only are they lying, but the judge in this case, the judge, he made a donation to Fannie Willis's campaign. Oh, my word. Listen, this is such a huge story. This is such a big story that even the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the largest newspaper in the state of Georgia, one of the largest in the Southeast, has picked up on this story. And let me tell you something, folks. The AJC, they are no fans of Donald Trump. No fans whatsoever. Headline, defense says cell phone data raises questions about start of Willis-Wade relationships. Thousands of text message, messages between DA and special prosecutor in 2021. That's from. Also, it appears that Nathan Wade made 35 visits to the Hatville neighborhood where Fannie Willis was living before the district attorney hired him. 35 visits. A married man making 35 visits. To her neighborhood, her house, yep, they're lying, they've perjured themselves, both of them need to be removed from the case, and furthermore, they need to have their law licenses taken from them. Perjury on the stand by, an, by a lawyer, and much less a, a district attorney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we get back, the U.S. Now, oh, I, 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 I gave away the plot. Well, we got another federal agency that has been weaponized against the American people. We'll tell you about it next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Have you heard about Executive Order 14019 from Joe Biden? Executive Order 14019. That is a um, <laughs> an executive order directing federal agencies to get involved in elections. Federal agencies. Now, I didn't think federal agencies were supposed to be partisan. I, did, I, I really didn't. Biden signed the order on agencies and voter registration back in March of 2021, August 9th, 2021. Um, Democrats, Adam Leoz, emailed USDA officials, many of the Office of Secretary uh, uh, Tom Villisak, under the subject line, demos meeting on voting rights, EO, executive order. Team USDA, with apologies for the delay. I wanted to follow up and thank you for all of your time and productive conversation. Ah, as we noted, we'll have our best practices slides ready in the next one to two weeks. And in the meantime, y'all had asked for data on voter registration at the state level, which I have posted below. Leo's, who is now the senior policy counsel at the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, continued, we're eager to schedule uh, schedule follow up conversations to dig into specific programs and help with integration any way we can. Just let us know when you're available for that. This The United States Department of Agriculture is now a partisan organization and they are working heavily for the Democrats. Good grief. Oversight Project says, um, let me uh, bring this up here. Hold on. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oversight Project says, The rigging of the 2024 election is well underway. Biden has tasked the entirety of the federal government to work directly with Democrat get-out-the-vote operations. Here are USDA employees being instructed by the far-left group Demos.org. This is unbelievable, but yet completely believable. This should be illegal. That's what this should be. Congress should get together and make a law preventing federal agencies from getting involved in elections. They really should, because, boy, if you don't think any corruption can handle there, you know, can happen there. Oh, boy. I got some swampland I'd love to sell you. It is going to be rife, rife with corruption, even more so than it is right now. So the USDA is now going to be working with the Democrats to get out the vote. Now, remember, it wasn't long ago that the USDA, remember that, remember this? USDA wanted to know where your gardens were under the premise of wanting to help you. Oh, uh, hey, do you have a garden? The USDA would love to know all about it. We'll send you helpful tips, uh, tips and, and, and you know instructions on just how to maintain and keep your garden growing as healthy as possible. All you got to do is just uh, <clears throat> let us know where you are. What's your address? What zone are you in? What's your zip code? We'd be happy to help. Oh, and by the way, don't forget to vote for Joe Biden come November. That's what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. And it gets even worse than that. Because homeschoolers, coming up in just a few minutes, um, in fact, it's going to be about 4.15, 4.19-ish, there is a concerted effort against Christians in this country and the way they're being labeled. I'll tell you about that coming up in just a little bit but you have found out that a lot of families have decided that these government schools are just not the way to go. We don't want our kids in there. We don't, don't want them learning uh, gender ideology. We don't want them learning all of this LGBTQ nonsense. We don't want to do it. We don't, we don't, so we're going to pull them out of school. Well, now in Michigan and several other states, they are trying to come up with a registry of homeschooling households. The new registry of homeschooling households that the Michigan State Board of uh, Education is proposing, a plan that opponents say is just the first step towards government intrusion in the education of their children in the home. Even members of the board are not sure about the idea of forcing homeschooling parents to register themselves, their homes, and their children in a new government tracking program. Republican trustee Tom McMillan for one, said that the registry idea is quite disturbing, according to Michigan Capital Confidential, a news website. Um, McMillan said the idea is hardly benign and it's just a foot in the door to allow the state to eventually seek unwarranted home entry in the homes of homeschooling families. Folks, this, I don't believe that we are right now living in the worst of times. I really don't. I believe we've got times coming. And it may be 10 years from now, maybe five years from now. But we've got times coming that are going to make today look like the good old days. You will hearken back to $3, $325 gas. You will hearken back to $7, $8, $9 eggs. You will hearken back to $7, $8, $9 beef you will look on these days as being the salad days because what's coming and it's coming from the Democrats. And let me ask you something, ask yourself an honest, honest question. Who are the Republicans that are going to stop it? Who are the Republicans that are going to stand up against this stuff? I'll tell you what, it's not the Paul Ryan Republicans. It's not those guys. It's not, the, it's not the National Review public, Republicans. It's certainly not the Chamber of Commerce Republicans. They're not going to go against anybody. So when you vote, you need to vote for the people that are going to stand up against the tyranny that is coming. Coming up in just a few minutes, I'm going to read to you from Deuteronomy 28. And it lays out everything that's going on right now everything it's almost as if it were prophetic right yep so we'll take a quick break and be right back it's the charlie james show news talk 989 wrd the voice of the carolinos
1: all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time